Welcome to the Hooked on Fantasy Podcast with your host, Luke Sawhook. And Hudson Brown. We are back against all odds. We are here. We are here to talk about your questions. It is a mailbag episode. We are live recording the show right now. Wednesday, October 11th at 9.23 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we're just going to jump right into it. It's going to be a short and sweet episode. We got five questions here to run through here for a little bit of a mailbag from my followers on mm-hmm. Twitter. Shout out to everyone who submitted the question. First and foremost, here we have a question. I have Cooper Cup, Brandon Ayuk, DJ Moore, Chris Alave, Zay Flowers. Since I'm stacked and I'm 4-1, and one, I feel like I should send out a trade for Justin Jefferson. I'm between Alave and Ayuk since one will be on my bench. Who should I offer for Justin Jefferson and who should I keep in a one-for-one trade? Wow. I mean, I mean, looking at your team, because now the thing is that you're four and one, it's not doesn't mean you can slack off, but you have the opportunity where you could you could wait a couple weeks for Justin Jefferson. That's okay. You can wait a couple weeks because you're four and one, you have a little bit of leverage here. So I like the thinking of being able to trade for Justin Jefferson. Uh if you had to send one of those players, I would personally send Alave. I, I think that would be the move. Yeah, I think Alave for Jess Jefferson would be fair. I think, yeah, I think Alave is the player that's speaking to me right here is the one to send over. Yeah, I, I don't, I think, you know, I don't think you can get away with DJ Moore. I don't think someone would take DJ Moore for Jess Jefferson or Brandon Ayuk. I don't yeah, think he, he Well, he says, if you read further down in the question, I, I'm between Alave and Ayuk. Since oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Duh. Yeah, I would, I would send Alave then. Yeah, I think I would send Alave just because I feel like right now they hold similar name value, I would say, in trades. And I think Alave yeah. honestly might pull a little bit more of weight. Um, Ayuk's performed a lot better so far this year, but I still think they hold yeah. equal value. Um, and I think the 49ers are going to continue to steamroll folks, and I think Ayuk's going to be oh, a big seriously. part of that. Um, I mean, Alave is still a very talented player, but with Derek Carr's AC joint injury to shoulder, I think it makes things a little bit more dicey. Yeah, um, it does. I still it have some confidence in Alave this year, do you? I yeah, Alave has proven that he's a stud fantasy football player. I mean, he's a stud talent. He's just to get to that next level. Derek Carr's injury is it's just not going to help him get there. So right. I don't think he ever breaks that next level this year. But uh, he his talent is enough to get there. It's just the situation around him is not enough to get there. So yeah, Alave is the one to send. Yeah, I agree with you 100% there. Uh, so, yeah, I think you should trade Chris Alave, or if they accept, send out an offer of Chris Alave with your wide receiver room and your record where you're at. You can afford the luxury of trying to go out there and spend a premium right now for an injured yeah. Justin Jefferson. So when he comes back, you're locked in for that playoff run long-term. I've also – Production longer. Uh, one last thing I'll say about Justin Jefferson. I, Luke, I've seen a couple tweets um, from people saying rumors that have it that he might want to be a trade. Candidate. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. I just I don't see it. Some people are saying this is the last snap we've ever seen Justin Jefferson play as the Viking. And I'm like, I don't believe that. I mean, he's the, setting the, every record possible right now. I mean, I understand yeah. he probably wants to win, but I mean, the Vikings organization, I think they're set up for success. I think there's just a few things that need to change. Um, Long term, he's going to be there. He's going to be playing at an extremely high level. I think the only reason that he could ever want to be traded is if their quarterback situation is in flux for a long period of time. And for right now, I don't really see that happening. I think they're—I think they like Kirk. I don't think they're in love with Kirk, but I think they like Kirk. Um, and while Kirk is there, I think Jefferson's happy. So I don't really see him going anywhere in the time being, honestly. But we'll see. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll shall see. I think he's just going to keep getting a fat paycheck and enjoy, you know, being arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL the entirety of his career. So I think he's very happy yeah. uh, in purple. Uh, moving on here to our next question. Thoughts on trading Sam Laporta and Christian Kirk for CeeDee Lamb and Evan Ingram? I think you got to make the move for CeeDee Lamb here. Like, I love Sam. I mean, if it's, I mean, I'm assuming it's a redraft question. Is it a dynasty or a redraft? I disagree, honestly. I, it's a redraft, but go ahead. Uh, I would, I would make this move. I know Laporta has been fantastic at tight end and he, he's been, you know, he's arguably, I think he's the tight end one in fantasy right now in PPR leagues. Is that correct? Lou? I believe he's tight end one scoring currently, yeah. uh, but Ingram is right up there. I mean, he's a tight, he's like a top eight tight end on the season. He's been performing really, really well so far. And Kirk just isn't involved in the offense consistently. It just isn't. CeeDee Lamb is the Dallas Cowboys offense. He really is with him and Tony Pollard. That's it. He's their offense. And he's going to continue to get tons and tons of volume. I think the difference between CeeDee Lamb and Christian Kirk is wider than the difference between Evan Ingram and Sam Laporta. So for that reason, I would take the upgraded receiver and go for CeeDee Lamb. It is a very close call, though. I, very I think that Sam Laporta is honestly still undervalued. Um, I think that he's a top three tight end for the rest of the season, which I think that value cannot really it's be fair, yeah. at the position. And I, I kind of disagree with your assessment of Christian Kirk and CeeDee Lamb. I like CeeDee Lamb a lot. Um, his, he's not been the best so far this year. He's been fine. He's been good. He hasn't been what you expected from CeeDee Lamb so far this year. And I think no. Kirk has yeah. exceeded expectations. I think he's played better than people were expecting so far this year. I think if you go look, especially at the targets that Kirk is earning on a week-to-week basis, you'd be surprised. Um, his volume is there. And I think that he's going to be a consistent wide receiver two-level contributor. Oh, wow. He really has. Yeah. Like, yeah. I personally feel like yeah. the gap between he's- he and Lamb is smaller than Laporta and Ingram. So I think I'm going to go with Laporta. Uh, that side person. I think I would, I would think I would keep the Laporta. Yeah, it's, side it's, tight, man. it's a tight trade for me. It is. I, oh. I think I just prefer Laporta. Uh, yeah. at the positional value there. I'm a big CD lamb guy though. I've always been a big lamb. Guy. I like lamb a lot too. Talent wise. Yeah. He's great. I just think the situation is not as great as people were hoping for this season. They're not really feeding the yeah. rock. You know, I don't know. It's all coach speak and whatever speak, but there isn't even a quote from Jerry Jones. I believe yesterday or two days spread ago, the ball yeah saying that yeah that they, they, they want to spread the ball around they don't want to so really weird. a hyper target i don't understand Lamb, that at all see lamb is not even it's it's not even close he's the most he's talented the top player receiver in the league like, you gotta feed him you gotta feed him give him yeah the he's the most talented player in your offense absolutely by far in my opinion yeah I think, by far i think yeah. pollard's really talented but i think lamb is a better wide receiver than pollard is a running back i mean lamb is legit he's legit and lamb is a better wide receiver than Dak prescott is a quarterback uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I agree with that assessment 100%. 100%. So I lean Laporta. I think I think Hutch still leans Lamb side because he's a big Lamb guy. Uh, so do your heart. Follow your heart. Um, next question here we have, what do you think of trading Jerome Ford and Tank Dell for Mike Evans? Uh, for context, I have Christian McCaffrey, James Cook, Jameer Gibbs, uh, Dean Ricardo, and Jeff Wilson running back. So this guy has a ton of running backs. So losing Jerome Ford doesn't really hurt him. Uh, he's not no, it doesn't. Harder. Tank Dell is probably a bench piece for Mike Evans. So I, I, here's what I'll say. I think personally you lose this trade value-wise on paper. Um, but I think with your roster and what you kind of need, I think you're in a position where you can kind of swing this two-for-one to the point where it works for you and you get good value out of this for your starting lineup for the rest of the year. Uh, Hutch, what's your take on that? I want. I do want to talk about Tank Dell for a second. It's been weird with him the last couple of weeks. He hasn't. I mean, he did get injured a little bit against Atlanta, uh, but 
he the last two weeks has not been good target wise. I mean, even when you look at the pace of what he was on for target wise in the Atlanta Falcons game, he wasn't on pace for a high target share in the game. Right. Like he left kind of later in the game, at least as far as I remember. Uh, the last two weeks have been brutal for Tank Dell. Nico Collins has still continued to dominate, which is quite intriguing to see. I would agree I would be able to make this trade. Mike Evans, as long as he's on the field healthy, is a dominant option. And I know he's injured right now. He might miss the next couple weeks. But when he's on the field, he is a difference maker. Uh, he just, he just, him and Baker Mayfield are clicking right now. And Jerome Ford, while he seemed, he seemed good, you know, we don't know how he's going to last the rest of the season. Running back is a very fluid position. If he starts to struggle a little bit more, he could get easily replaced. He could get moved around. You know, obviously, you say there's no one else in the backfield. They could find other people in this backfield. Running back is a very is a position you just throw anybody in. Watch Zach Moss and what he's done this year. I mean, Zach Moss, we've like kind of thrown him away, and then all of a sudden he's dominating. But I, I would make this trade. Tank Dell's been on the low, and Jerome Ford is still questionable for the rest of the season. But Mike Evans, when he was healthy, is truly a stud player. Yeah, I agree. What you said about Mike Evans too, I think, is very true. Like, I think that he was really undervalued heading into the season due to the quarterback concerns, and I was honestly on that team of concern, but. He's proven once again that he is QB proof. And Baker's yeah. not even playing bad football. He's been playing pretty good football. This he's year. Been, yeah, he's been years. good. He's been playing very well. So, I mean, credit to him. Credit to those weapons for helping Baker out as well. Uh, the scheme has been really good and wide receiver friendly so far and quarterback friendly. So, I mean, Mike Evans definitely seems like a good buy here for you, given your roster uh, and kind of given where you're at with your team. So, I think I would consider making that trade, as Hutch already said. Uh, question number four here. Uh, would you trade Stephon Diggs and Brees Hall for CeeDee Lamb, Bijan Robinson, and Devon A. Chain? Yeah, I, uh, that's that's an easy yes, right? I think it is. I think it is. I mean, I don't know how you say no to that. I mean, that's like – I don't know how here's you say no to that. I love Hall. Here's, the, here's the case for no, in my opinion. Stephon Diggs has been a lot better than CeeDee Lamb so far this year. He's, he's on pace for one of his best seasons. I think he's on pace for possibly his best season in Buffalo so far. He's been very, very good. Brees Hall is getting better and better every week. He looks fantastic. This he's RB1 so, rest season. Yeah, you're looking at a top five running back and a top five wide receiver most likely. Yep. Or a top 15-ish wide receiver in Lamb rest of the way, I would say. Top 12. And then Bijan, who's obviously top five-ish. And then A-Chain yep. is – he's good, but, I mean, he's going to be out for at least four or five weeks. So, I mean, I, I understand why it's a question, um, but I agree with your initial assessment here. I think personally, I think you make this move. Uh, I think the upside of having that three elite pieces compared to two elite pieces, uh, while the two might yeah, seem exactly. a little bit safer on paper, I think you got to go with the three. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and Bijan, the thing is, I think he can only get better from here. He's been fantastic, but I think he can only get better if he acclimates more of this offense, you know, as a rookie and all, and gets more and more involved and eats out of that Tal Algier and Corla Patterson's workload. It's just going to get even better. I don't see a world where he gets worse, right? right? Like his production right now is his base. That's his floor. His ceiling is just, it's just, just difference making. Yeah. I so, uh, yeah. I would trade, I would trade for Lamb, Bijan, AJ in here. Yeah, I would too. Okay, last question we have here. We can kind of talk about a little bit of uh, the Jameer Gibbs situation here to kind of close things out for a few minutes. Uh, mm. What is your opinion on this trade, Hutch? One side receives Sam Laporta and Zane Flowers. The other side receives Waddle and A-Chain. What are your thoughts? Oh, man. I mean, Laporta and Zane Flowers, Waddle and A-Chain. The thing is, Waddle started really slow to the season. The, uh, the, the the usage wasn't really there, but finally we saw some targets last week, 10 targets last week, which was really nice to see. Maybe he can continue that going forward. 
I mean, the Dolphins offense has just been insane. And then you get A-Chain as well, who's going to miss a bunch of weeks. But if he comes back, he's an amazing player. And then the Sam Laporte has been a stud tenant this year. Say Flowers. That's really difficult for me. I, I, I think I want Waddle and A-Chain. Because, I mean, A-Chain has been a stud fantasy ball running back when he's on the field. Waddle could be a stud wide receiver as long as he continues that target share he saw last week. And I, I love Zay Flowers, but he's been mildly inconsistent, especially last week with the drop problems he had. Uh, the, the Baltimore offense is just not consistent enough passing-wise to con to consistently give us two fantasy options, or even one for that matter. And uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Waddle and Aching, but it's so it's really close. It's an interesting trade. What it definitely is an interesting trade. And I, I think I agree with your assessment, honestly. But moving on here, we have three more questions here. Thank you again for everyone right. asking a question. We have a pretty large bank of questions to go through. I just had to submit some more in the doc here. Up next, I have Justin Jefferson and Stephon Diggs, B. John Robinson, Aaron Jones, and David mm -hmm. Montgomery. Okay, All so right. two great wide receivers. Two pretty good running backs, and then Dave Montgomery as well, who's been really good. Should yeah, I trade B. John Robinson for Calvin Ridley and Jalen Waddle? So your starting running backs would be Ooh. Aaron Jones and David Montgomery, which are viable, okay? But you already have Jefferson and Diggs. Jefferson's down, so you need a wide receiver. I understand that. Wow. So Diggs, Waddle, and Ridley would be the three wideouts. Aaron Jones and Montgomery would be the running backs. What do you think about that? Man, that is that is quite interesting because I'm, I'm thinking like I mean Chapman Ridley, Jalen Waddle, those are two great wide receivers, low end wide receiver ones potentially that you could get in this trade. But Bijan is such he's one of those running backs that just gives you an advantage. Like I, I recently did a little bit of research. Christian McCaffrey is currently on pace to outscore every single running back in fantasy by nearly 100 points Jeez. PPR score in PPR scoring. Like that's what he's on pace for. And he had a pretty bad week last week. He only had like 13 fantasy points. And he's still that's, on point. Yeah, that's oh, horrible. Yeah. 13 fantasy points. That's, that's horrible. Terrible. For DMs, I mean, look at it, the rest of his game. The rest of his game been like 22 plus every For his game. standards, it's a horrible game. If you play DMC and you got 13 game. points, it's... Are you kidding? If you're a opponent of Chris McCaffrey and you see 13 points, you're like, yes. <laughs> like, you're true. like, this one thing. But, you know, it's just funny to say that it's a horrible game. You know yeah, it is. It is. But it really is for, for CMC. Uh, like, Bijan is also one of those guys up there where it's like he's one of the advantages. The running back position has just been horrific this year. Man, Kyron Williams, Zach Boss, and Raheem Moser are all top six running backs this year. That's where we're at. Like The running back landscape is just a mess, and having one of those studs that can only get better from here, as I mentioned earlier, is just a difference maker. Would you be willing to make this move? It's it's really difficult for me to evaluate because that advantage is just so different. Um, I don't know. I think two I potential think, wide receiver ones. I think I honestly would rather hold... I would as well, because I, I think yeah. Bijan is going to get more valuable. Yeah, I think I'm going to hold just because, honestly, I think while you uh, you need wide receiver help, I think you have to play the positional value game. Uh, Bijan's so, so valuable right now in, in desert of a running back landscape. Yeah, especially have, in Dynasty. Yeah, you have a huge competition here, I think, with Bijan Jones and Montgomery. You have a lot of running backs. I think you would just keep working that value. If anything, I think I would honestly try to explore trading away Aaron Jones for wide receiver help right now. I think Montgomery is a whole season long. Yeah. I think he's going to be really good. Jones You're not going to get top too. five running back price for Montgomery, but he's producing top ten running back numbers. If that makes sense. Bijan, you're going to get a you're going to get a lot for Jones. I think you can get a decent chunk for as well for a wide receiver. I think you could get a Jalen Waddle type alone for. Yeah, Aaron. I think we get one of those two, Ridley or Waddle. 
Yeah, I think you should be able to. I think you can get that. And I think I'd be willing to do that. And I think I definitely would rather do that instead of getting rid of Bijan. Absolutely. Bijan's just such a top dog. I think it's impossible to trade him right now. But yeah, I think it's a tough one, but I think I personally would hold. I would hold off. Uh, Next question here, second to last one of the show. This is a fun one. Travis Etienne or Devon A. Jane in Dynasty? In Dynasty. Wow, that is. I have an easy answer. I have my easy answer as well. Go ahead. Mine is Travis Etienne. Mine is too. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, Etienne has played like a workhorse running back. He really has. He's played like a workhorse running back. He's played like that big dog, getting the receiving work, getting the running work in a great offense with Trevor Lawrence. He's been unstoppable. I know A-Chain's been great, but remember that this guy is like 180 pounds. He's a very small frame running back. He just got a massive injury that he's going on IR for. He is not going to be a workhorse running back in the NFL. He's just not. I I love A-Chain. I love what we've seen from him. But he's not going to be a workhorse running back in the NFL. Travis Etienne has proven that he can be. So I am yeah. in on Etienne here. Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty – I pretty much agree with your assessment. And honestly, it's not even about the whole workhorse thing for me. I think that AJ can definitely have a very viable long-term career. But what it comes down to for me is that we've seen over the last few years the dynasty running back value market shifts almost every six months to a new oh, – insane. New, yeah. new hotness. It shifts constantly. Uh, and the dynasty wide receiver market is just a lot more stable. Uh, and we're not talking wide receivers here, honest, obviously. But I think when you're looking at the dynasty fantasy football landscape, it's important to remember that the running back landscape fluctuates so constantly. It's so hard to evaluate long term. I think Travis Etienne's situation seems a lot more stable long term. We've seen him do it more now. Uh, a is a fantastic talent. We've seen him explode in small samples. But again, extremely small samples for a young, talented player. But small, small, small samples. So right now, I'm going to take the guy who I think is playing at a high level still, regardless. And we've seen him doing more. And I think in a more stable long-term solution situation. So I'm going to go with DTN there. Uh, last question yep. of the show here to kind of close things out for us. Thank you so much for everyone who's listened to this point or watched live. I really appreciate Absolutely. you guys tuning in. Thank you so much. Shout out to you. Thoughts on giving away Jameer Gibbs and CD Lamb. A lot of CD Lamb today. Yeah. Thoughts on giving yeah, away Jameer Gibbs and CD Lamb. For Kenneth Walker and Zay Flowers. So this is an interesting one for me. I think I think CD and Walker on a similar yeah. tier right now, running back and wide receiver. And then Gibbs and Flowers, it's kind of like how do you value those two guys? I think for me personally, I would like the Kenneth Walker side. I, I think that Zay Flowers possesses more upside than a Jameer Gibbs does this season. Yeah. I like Flowers' role in Baltimore. I think he has a chance to bloom, if you will, pun intended. And then Kenneth Walker, I think is I think he has more upside right now than Lamb. I like Lamb. But we kind of talked a little bit about his situation on this episode already. I'm not the biggest fan of what I'm seeing from him in Dallas. Kenneth Walker's had some really big games so far this season already. I think he's pretty solid right now in Seattle. Zach Charbonnet is no slouch, and we've seen his snap share kind of increase. But even with that increase for Charbonnet, Walker still looks great. Um, so I think I'm going to value that that rare starting running back who's pretty good right now in Kenneth Walker and go with that side of the deal. It's really fair, though. This is a very fair trade. Yeah, I would I would agree. This is an extremely fair trade. Uh, Gibbs and CeeDee Lamb, two players that I think could really just they, like they could figure it out and something could snap. And these guys could be wide receiver ones or RB ones in their position, like top ten guys at their position. They have the talent to do it. It's just are they getting the opportunities? Will they get the roles in their offenses to do so? Maybe, maybe not. Ken Walker has just been locked into a top dog running back role. Zach Charbonnet, like you said, has gotten a lot more involved recently. I mean. He had eight opportunities last week, 11 opportunities the week before. Right. And 
we don't know how that's going to work out. Because I, I mean, I threw out a hot take throughout the offseason. Zach Charbonnet, I think he's going to be paced with Zach Wal. Uh, sorry, Zach Charbonnet is going to be has the potential to outscore Ken Walker this year. Right. And I still stand by that. I still think Zach Charbonnet could be pacing with Ken Walker by the end of the season, and especially now coming after a bye where it's like changes can be made, switches can be made. Hopefully, maybe we can see more JSN involvement. That would be nice. Uh, please, please, Seahawks get some more JSN involvement. Yeah, I would agree. This is an extremely fair trade. I, I don't. Uh, I think I'm gonna take the Gibbs and CD side just barely, like okay. just you're, barely. You're higher on CD than me, and I understand. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm really high on Gibbs. I'm really high on CD Lamb. I love those two talents, and I really think talent could win out for both those players. And they could eventually figure it out. Ken Walker, I only see downside with Zach Charbonnet potentially getting more and more involved in the offense. And I like Safe Flowers, but I think Gibbs and CD have more upside than him. I get it, you know, fair deal. Like I mentioned, I think it's, it's an extremely so fair, fair trade though. on both sides. I, like, and as you see right here, you can both so sides of the coin. You have the the coin right here. So Absolutely. that's going to do it for another episode of Hooked On Fantasy Podcast, right. ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back again with another episode recording live next Wednesday night, hitting your streaming services Thursday mm -hmm. morning. Appreciate you guys. Have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. See you later. Yeah.